today on The Breakdown. It's the 2019 PCA main event, and we are eight from the money. And poker superstars, Davidi Katai and Maria Ho, are engaged, well, not in real life, but in a hand, not in matrimony, but in a poker hand, where they're playing against each other. (laughs) Here we go, people. Here we go. It's a good hand. Grant is really surprised by at least one of the decisions by these players. We're excited to break it down right now on The Breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. I feel like you almost created a straw man there. Like, what kind of an asshole is saying they're engaged in real life? Who's doing that? Who, who dares do that? I, I don't even know what happens to me sometimes with these openings anymore, man. We've, I've done so many of them. I, I'm just looking for a new angle, you know? It's a new angle every time over here. Is it possible that the aliens are slowly taking over your brain and the openings are the first place that they're really implementing their rule? Is that possible? I mean, that sounds pretty awesome, so... I'm going with, I hope so. Okay, cool. That's all. That sounds like alien talk right there. I, uh, I hope the aliens are taking over my brain. Long live the aliens. <laughs> May I be the first to welcome our alien overlords. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it sounds uh, sounds pretty great to me. I'd rather be one of the, you know. Uh, the, the indoctrinated. Thank you. Rather instead than the of eliminated one of the, or. Exactly. Consumed or whatever I would, I, happens. I couldn't reach for any of those words, but all those things. Yeah. Who wants to be consumed when you can be indoctrinated? You know, I don't know. I mean, you might just end up not having any identity remaining. Yeah, this no, no, no for, I don't. Ex- this is for another podcast. I don't expect <laughs> to have any identity. <laughs> um, okay, um, yeah. So poker. Yeah, poker. The, the the great game, the classic Cadillac of games. Yeah, the, cl- <laughs> the classic Cadillac of games. That's the direct direct quote right there. Um, all right, so it is the PCA. Yeah, it is the second biggest deal in the poker world each year. Is that right? It's probably the second biggest deal in the poker world. There's a lot of... It's close. As we always talk about, it's certainly in the top five. And Aussie Millions is up there. The LAPC is up there. Uh, yeah, LAPC is a tier below. And you know it. I'm not, I'm not as sure as I you I mean, are show me that. the produced videos every year about the LAPC. Uh, that's fair. There are... I mean, there's a World Poker Tour event about it. But no, you're right. That's, that's a really good point. Um, so, okay, if we're doing it that way, then it's really Aussie Millions, PCA, and the World after the World Series, right? Yeah. There's nothing else that really comes close. Unless we're going to include, like, the Aria Super High Roller Bowl, which we have That's to. That's a pretty big deal, too. Which we have to. That actually, because it's Super High Roller, though, it sort of changes Doesn't the nature count. of it, right? Yeah, like, most people aren't playing in that. Right. Okay. Anyway, possibly the number two one. Who cares? Let's continue. Speaking of things most people aren't playing in, uh, this year is the year the PCA did the Platinum Pass event Mm. where it was a 25K buy-in, but about 300 people got free entry for one reason or another, either satelliting in or submitting a video or something like that. Yeah. One of those people who submitted something was Jacqueline Burkhart, who is a friend of the podcast. She's also the suggester of this hand. Yes. So she's a Platinum Pass winner who ended up finishing 38th in that 25K event. Pretty sweet. Yeah, super sweet. For 86K, congratulations, Jackie. And for bigger purposes, congratulations on suggesting a hand (laughs) that got picked up for the breakdown. I I mean, mean, if you have to pick one or the other. Now now you're like, you're you're at least touching the rarefied air that Max Sawyer lives in. Right, exactly. You're like, one day, Brian with a Y. Yeah. You know, I can... can eat not at the same table, but in the same restaurant, perhaps, as Brian with a Y. So way to go, Jackie. Jackie Burkhart, not a Hall of Famer, not yet. No. Not an All-Star, not yet. 
But you know what? If she wants to be, she could do this. She's one of those. She's like, you know, if Giannis just like applies himself, this can happen for him. You know, she's, she's uh, I would guess she's certainly in the top point <clears throat> one percentile Hendon of suggestors of yeah, breakdown. Though. I would get well after this eighty six thousand yeah, dollar hit. And, you know, I she's had other right. scores as well. Of course. She's approaching two hundred K Hendon. Good job, Jackie. Well done. We're proud for of you. Sure. Great run. Yeah. Great. Very run. proud of you. I'm very proud of Davide Katai all the time. Those who have listened to this podcast for a long time know that we just love that guy. We love everything mm. about how he plays poker. Even he plays a little bit of street poker, a little bit kind of, but he all, he's like always right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, for, I think it's actually Davidi and not Davidi, even though we've been saying Davidi for all these years. I've heard we've uh, gone back and forth. Hardigan, I think, says Davidi. And right, so we'll I want to say Davidi because of that. But it's hard. Because his name looks like Davidi. He's Belgian. What do you want? Is it really street poker or is it I've got, I can read you perfectly so cards don't matter poker? That's a little different than street poker. I guess it's a little different, but I think that's kind of the idea behind street poker. Right? Oh, you is know that what? The, the okay. cards that you have aren't as important because you're so special. It's feel, baby. It's yeah. all feel. Right. What do I think now? What am I going to do right now? I don't have a plan because I'm doing a thing. That's street poker, yeah. right? Of course, Davidi has high level thoughts in his head that are GTO as well, but he often does stuff that is far afield from GTO. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think we can all agree on that. Right. Uh, he's one of the more successful, and I really don't like this term, but street poker players, you know, <laughs> out there for sure. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah, he's the, he's the damn man. The damn man. He is. He's won World Poker. Uh, not World Poker. He's, actually, he's a Triple Crown winner, I believe. Yeah, he is. Yeah, so he's done everything. And uh, he's also the guy, I think they were at the final table, and he won a small pot off Phil Helmuth in some World Series event. And Helmuth started berating him and telling him how he would never do anything and, no, right. and he'll never win anything in poker. And everyone was laughing because he was already a Triple Crown winner, which, yeah. of course, Helmuth is not. So of course. that was pretty great. That, was, that is a wonderful moment from about five years ago or so. Yeah. Yeah. Maria Ho, also obviously very accomplished. Not quite yeah. the resume resume of Davidi uh, as far as tournaments, but clearly a good player knows what she's doing. We would like her commentary resume. I'll say that. She gets to be on everything. She does. She what does the all hell? the different commentary parts. She like interviews people and stuff, too. She does, but she also gets to do the the really the good, right. the best stuff, right? Which is the, like... Get in the booth and do the commentary. And she's been doing it forever. She used to do the Heartland Poker Tour. She's worked herself all the way up to where she's doing WSOP events and stuff. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. She's good, too. Yeah, she is. She's, she's not, good. you know, um, uh, Nick Shulman, but right. who is? We sometimes disagree with her analysis. Yes, yeah. but, but overall, she definitely does a good job. She does. She does. And I wish they would keep her in the booth because I feel like when she does the exit interviews, it always ends up a little awkward. Like, that's not her best skill. Almost no one knows how to do a good exit interview right. in poker. They probably shouldn't be exit interviews in poker most of the time. It's always weird. Or even just, like, break interviews with a player. I, I feel like she yeah. doesn't do a great job with those. I think you need to... For, for those those jobs, I feel like you need, like, a professional person whose job is that. Not, not starting from poker, but somebody who, like is good at interviewing people who are in the midst of an event. I don't even know who's good at that. I mean, look at think about sports reporters. Yeah. Like they do a terrible job of that they do. most of the time. I guess it's just a tough job. Yeah, they, well the thing is you're asking questions that no one's ever going to say anything interesting and they don't really want to talk especially in poker because they've just busted usually. I guess yeah. it could be um, you know, at, at a break so they're excited about something, but mostly they're just busted and they're sad about not making right. more money than they made. And you're interviewing them and usually congratulating them because you're the you're, as the interviewer, you still don't really get that it's a bad thing that just happened to them, not a good thing, right? Yeah. Because you're like, no, you just won eighty thousand dollars, and they're like, yeah. But Maria, I did. Maria gets that. She's no, of been course there. she does. No, she's Maria been... does. That's the good thing about her. Yeah. 
Um, and she can also ask in theory a more sophisticated question. I just don't know that she does. She doesn't seem to. Because she's trying to keep it, you know, dumbed down for the audience, right? right. Which is fine, but not interesting for us. All right, so let's people. dumb it down for our audience. Let's okay, talk here to we the, go. All right, here you go, dummies. We're going to break down a hand for you. You're welcome. Yeah. All right, so the, <laughs> it's uh, 1,500, no, 1,503K with a 3K big blind ante in the PCA. Okay. 5K buy-in or a 10K buy-in again. Is it a 10K? Yeah. yeah. Okay, they, don't, yeah. They, did, they only did 5K for two years, and they're back to doing 10K. Well, thank God. Yes. Um, well, at least they were last year. I hope they well, still are the, this year. Well, the bubble paid seven... Or sorry, not the bubble. The minimum cash was 17600 So it was so. definitely ten k. Yeah. Um, all right. So we're eight from that bubble. That's a significant bubble. It you is. Know. And eight is not that far away, really. No, because... Be uh, what is it? Like 100... Over, over 180 players make 127 money? made the money. Oh, okay. Either way, eight's not going to take that long. No, it's no. really not. No. I mean, it might take an hour, but it's not going to take forever. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's the spot we're in where Maria Ho has 120K in the hijack. So 75 blinds. Is that right? Because they're... No. What? Oh, it's 15. Four. It's 15.3. Yeah. Oh, never She's mind. She 40, got 40 blinds. 40 okay. blinds. Yeah. Okay. Opens to 6,500 with King of Diamonds, Jack of Spades. Pretty good play. From the hijack, you said? Yeah. Okay. Standard normal play. Except that it's Davidi Katai's big blind. Davidi Katai's big blind. So you should just have folded. Right. Um, folds to Davidi, who's got 160K. So he's got like 53 blinds. Mm-hmm. Sitting pretty well at the spot of the tournament. He's got 7-4 of hearts he's going to defend. Yeah. Everything feels really standard so far. Yep. You got to do all the things that they're doing if you want to be successful in the game. The great classic Cadillac of games. The great classic Cadillac Mercedes of, of games. games. Yeah. Rolls Royce. All right. Pod is 17,500. The flop is a semi-action flop, I would say. A flop that many poker announcers would overstate the cooler-ish nature of it. King of hearts, five of hearts, nine of spades. So Maria flops a pretty good king, and Davidi flops a flush draw with yep. backdoor straight draw. Katai checks. What do you want to do as Maria? I think we're supposed to bet. Okay. Uh, how much do we want to bet? 17-5 in the pot. King nine um, five two hearts. King nine five two hearts. I don't think we need to bet that much. I think we can bet six thousand. I think that's fine. We can even bet a little less. Honestly, fifty five hundred five thousand is probably okay. Don't you feel like this board is a little wet? It should be on the higher end of our bet size. I mean, it's not. Our bet isn't going to accomplish. What are, what are we hoping to accomplish with the bet? Maybe that's question number one. I think the most things we want to accomplish is max value. Okay, well, max value, then we can, we can size it up for sure. Because Davidi's going to call with a 5 or a 9. or However or, we price or it. call or raise with a flush draw or gut shot a lot of the time. Definitely calling with all of his worst kings. He has mostly yeah, worst course. kings in all his one, He's calling with pretty much all one pair of hands. Yeah. I agree with you. And he's calling with all his draws. He's not folding any of those hands no matter what. Yeah. So maybe in that, from that point of view, maybe, maybe making a little more is a good idea. Because he, he rarely has ace-king, so we're just worried about king-queen and like king-nine and king-five and nine-five. Mm-hmm. At the same point, we can, eh, I mean, I can make a, a case for betting small. Um, and I guess the case would be that Maria's always going to bet this board, um, I think, or nearly always. Not yeah. always. Of course, not always. If she has two jacks, she might decide to check, right? If she has, yeah. if she has ace nine, she might decide to check. But a lot of the time, she's going to bet this board. She's going to bet with a huge amount of her misses and some of her hits. And so she's going to bet a lot. And so may, a lot of the time, I mean, and so maybe she wants to not size it up as a result, but I don't know if those things have to be related. I think Davidi has so many calls on this board that yeah. that doesn't really matter. That's fair. That's totally fair. Yeah. And so I think 
I don't think we should take into account how often we're going to be betting a board as far as like what sizing we're choosing. I think it's just board texture. Mm. And the, the obvious logic is to bet a little bit bigger on wetter boards yeah. and less I think on that's drier fair. boards. That's totally reasonable. So what do you think the number should be? 17.5. I think somewhere around half pot. It's probably pretty good. So like 9,000, 8,000, something, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. She goes a little smaller than that. She does bet. She bets 7,500. Yeah, that's pretty much what you're What do you saying. think about checking back? Let's just talk about that idea. Well, if we check back, a few things happen. Number one, uh, we set ourselves up to almost force ourselves to call down on most runouts. Yeah, maybe not hard heart. Maybe not hard heart. Maybe not if it runs out four to a straight. Yeah. Maybe not then, right? But besides yeah. that, we're going to almost, even if an ace comes, even if the board pairs and it's not a king, we're probably yeah, going to have to just go close call, your call. eyes and call time. Right. Um, that's okay. In fact, that could be great against Davidi. At the same point, it may be a little bit face up. If we check back the flop and then this flop specifically, where Davidi then is going to be like, well, she obviously has a showdown in my hand and she's not going to fold, right? Like, yeah. so it may be harder to get bluffs out of him because he's smart, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, she's going to have to have some check backs with misses too if she's going to do this and also flush draws. I assume she's going to check back a few flush draws, but her misses are she, that she checks back are going to be the more showdownable misses, not the least, not the like bad showdown. jack type. Yeah, ace queen, ace jack, yeah. stuff like that, which then she actually could decide to call. Yeah. Now, she's not going to call all the time with those all the way down. So she'll have some folds. She'll have a few folds on the turn and some call on the turns and folds on the river. This this hand, King Jack, is clearly neither of those unless some weird shit goes down, right? Yeah. Um, you for, for, forgot for a second that we could swear. I, I sensed it. No, I just was trying to decide if I should swear. It's different. Oh, okay. Cool. What anyway. I can do and what I should do are different, Grant. That's true. Yeah. You can drive your car through a grocery store and you should drive your car. Right. But they can be different. Yeah. But they shouldn't be. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, continue. (laughs) Sorry. I got you off there. So you were saying King Jack definitely falls in the call call range. Yeah. Check back. I think it's really fine to bet this because she's just going to be betting a lot here. And Davidi has all the worst Kings pretty much. Right. He's got a huge amount of bad Kings here. Yeah. He's going to defend maybe with all of his Kings. Maybe not like <clears throat> King Deuce and King Three and King Four off, but I'm maybe, not sure. I mean, it's only 3,500 more. I think he is defending with any king. That means we have. Then we kind of have to bet, right? Yeah, I mean, it's so nice to get value from those, and he's going to give at least two streets with those hands. Oh yeah, for sure. Unless he gets a perfect soul read and folds on the flop or well, something. Well, sometimes but whatever. he does that. But yeah. I, I like betting here rather than you know just like let's charge his draws. There's as you said, he's got a lot of calls on this board. Like we can bet. Yeah. I think it's fine. She bets 7,500. Yeah. A little bit more than you wanted to, a little bit less than I wanted to. Yeah. I like your reasoning better than mine, though. I think we should bet more than less. Okay. So Davidi, Davidi, I don't know. One of those names. Davidi. Katai, with his 7-4 of hearts, king, 9-5, two heart board. He has two options. He's not folding. Of course not. Calling and raising. What do you like better? I think I like a call better than a raise here, even though we don't have much of a showdownable hand. So we can rep one pair later. Yeah, this is like, what two pair hands are we repping? What two pair plus hands are we really repping? What, when I say that, I mean it more like, what value would we be repping here, right? Which is generally two pair plus. When, he's almost when, never going to check If Davidi raises, raises, what is right, he repping? Right, right. He's almost never, like, I guess you could have ace king that he slow played pre-flop, and that'd be check raising on the flop, I guess. Let's but, just forget about that one. Exactly. It's so unlikely. Right. Uh, I mean, so, the obvious ones are king five, king nine, 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 and five, five. Nine, five suited. And nine, five suited. That's the only ones that makes, maybe nine, five off actually too. Maybe. Which is a reasonable amount of combos of value. <laughs> yeah, but, it really is. Um, so he's going to have, he has enough value that he's going to have some check raises for, um, 
for bluffs also. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, this may almost have too much equity to do that. He's going to have a lot of gut shots on this right, board. Right, he can check raise all of his gut shots, his bluffs, if he wants. Yeah, or gut shots with like um, a backdoor heart or something like that. Um, like Jack-10 with the Jack of Hearts or something feels like uh, one that has less equity. Um, but maybe So maybe it makes it a slightly better candidate. Yeah. Uh, Marie's going to check back a lot on the turn because she's going to bet this board with her misses a lot. Yep. And so then we can just bet the river and win a lot, which is kind of cool. Um, if we want, I guess we could check raise the turn sometimes, but mostly I don't think we should do that. I mean, pretty look, strong. We, we, pretty what? strong to check raise yeah, the I turn. Know. That, she, that's why I'm saying she's got to bet the turn for us to check raise the turn, though. Of course. Um, at the same point, this is a non showdownable hand, so it's reasonable to check raise this, and he should be check raising when he check raises. He should be check raising his hands that don't have showdown value, right? right. That are draws. So should, this should, should be a candidate to check raise. He should check raise some flush draws and check call some flush draws. Exactly. So. Maybe this is a good candidate to, to check raise because it's so bad. Besides right. that, that's all from a GTO perspective. <laughs> yeah. But from a more pragmatic perspective, which is the way Katai thinks, I believe um, a concern is if he gets called, it can get real hairy yes. right away because she has she has bigger flush draws in her range for yeah. sure. If he gets three bet, what's he going to do? Fold. He's going to fold, and that's kind of poopy. At the same point, there is this other thing going on that we haven't talked about except at the beginning, which is the bubble looms. It does. She only has 40 blinds. He only has 53, right? But yeah. she has 40. By check raising, he can start to threaten her life rather than check calling. He can't really threaten her life. Yeah. So if, you wanted to, if you're thinking strategically, that should push us much closer, much more into a check raise spot than a check call spot. Well, it depends. Let's, let's talk more about this from the perspective of what Maria is betting, what she's checking on okay. this board, because you were expecting her to check back a lot of her showdownable hands on this board. Mm-hmm. So what do you think she's betting? I mean, all kings, pretty much. Which she's never folding to a check race. <laughs> right. Um, but a lot of misses, which are all beating seven high. Um, yeah. But your point is that maybe we can bluff those later, bluff those out later. Bluff those river. out later also, it puts us in a spot where, yeah, we can bluff those out later. And like I think she has a decent amount of value, though. Like She has ace-king, aces, a bunch yeah. of kings, sure. sets of nines, sets of fives, bigger, yeah. bigger flush draws. Stuff that has us in really deep trouble mm-hmm. in general. She and she has like a bit too much of that when she bets this board. Cause she could check this back with a lot of hands, like tens, jacks, queens, oh, ace, yeah. ace nine, nine, ten, five, six, hands like that, mm-hmm. you know? Absolutely. Those things are all true. Sevens, eights. Yeah. Um Yeah, sixes even. The thing is she has a lot of misses as well. And uh, like a lot of just air misses. But she has the majority of her misses are ace high misses, and she might check a lot of those back. She might check a lot of those. I don't know. I don't know what she's doing with like ace 10. She might be checking that back. She, she might, might be. be betting that sometimes. And she she's doesn't have a both. ton of like queen 10 jack 10 type hands because they have to be suited. Yeah, from the hijack, they yeah. probably have to be suited. We're, unless she's trying to push around the bubble herself. On Katai's big blind? I wouldn't not. be doing on Katai's big blind at all. I'd like pick almost any other big blind yeah. to do it on, depending on the strength of the table. It feels like just not a good, not a good guy to pick on. Who He's like not going to care that much about the 17K. Right. Right, min cash. Um, yeah. So all this to say, you're, you're coming back to, you're not sure this is a good check race because you think when she bets, she's got a lot of strength. He right? does check race, by the way. Yeah. Which you just gave away. No, I didn't. I said oh. when he does check race, oh. she has a lot of strength. Okay, fine. Well, when she bets, she has a lot of strength. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's maybe a call because of the concerns. Like, 
Especially around the bubble, you'd expect she's she's checking back a lot more of her donable hands around the bubble. Yeah, where she doesn't want to put herself yeah. in jeopardy. And this is the kind of hand where she's like, well, this is good enough. I kind of have to bet this, right? right? Like, yeah, which is fair. Um, this is brings up something that I, that I mentioned to you yesterday. Um, not on any recording device. Oh, my goodness. They're getting the off script stuff. It's crazy. So I played a hand on Saturday where I was in a tournament and we were, I don't know, like four tables left or something. And uh, it was in the huge service, like $300 buy-in tournament. And uh, a, a very nice guy who knows me a little bit opened in early position. There was a caller. I was in the big blind with the ace three of hearts. The flop was queen 10x with two hearts. I checked. He bet. The other guy folded. And normally I would check raise that based on, oh, because he bet. He didn't bet small. He bet two-thirds of the pot. Okay. And he put the chips in in a way that I thought he was strong. And I don't you often, could tie him. You could tie him. I could tie him. I don't normally actually get obvious hits like that. Honestly, like I do much more with bet sizing than I do with like reads, like physical reads. But I actually really believed he was strong and felt like raising was a terrible idea. So I so I eliminated raising from my uh, from my from the possibilities as a result, right? And so that was just down to well, can I do I fold or do I call? And I was like, folding sounds like the dumbest thing ever. It does. So you can't fold the nut flush draw on the flop. And if I've eliminated raising, I guess I have to call. So I called, um, even though I was putting it, even though I wasn't really getting the right price with the belief that he's strong enough that if I improve, I can actually get paid a fair amount of the time and get paid yeah. pretty well. I did improve on the turn. It went check, check, and I bet big on the river and got called by top two. He fly had queen 10. Um, so I, I bring all this up just to sort of come back to Katai here, where and your point, which is maybe he just feels like, maybe he agrees with you. No, I guess he doesn't. But... He doesn't agree with you, actually. No. But maybe he should be thinking about um, the same idea of, like, if she's really weighted toward relatively strong value here, even though the sort of the gameplay would, would, would suggest normally you'd raise in this spot, maybe you just can't raise in this spot. Right. Although Maria Ho is probably going to be harder to read than that guy that you played against. I agree. Although maybe not for Davide Katai. Oh, yeah. Right. Maybe, maybe, it's back, maybe we're back to even again. Yeah. Like Maria versus him and me versus the guy. Yeah. yeah. Nice guy, by the way. Um, so anyway, so just so just something I was wondering because I was like I brought it up to you because I was like, do you think this is a good play? Like I don't even know what to do here. I guess I think calling is the only thing I can do, but I I don't really know no, if it's I, good. I, I do think it's a good play. Just yeah. to go, I mean, like you know that I I trust my physical reads a lot in yes. spots like that, and it's been profitable for me in tournaments like that, and uh, pretty much every tournament I play. So it might feel like technically incorrect, but in the moment you know it's right. Yeah, you just have to do what you think is right there. There is another thing that's actually kind of good about calling in that spot once in a while. And this is called Sam Greenwooding somebody, which <laughs> is when he called and after he called and he was all upset with himself for calling. I was like, I think you have to call. I don't really know what you're talking about. Um, I was like, I definitely am betting worse hands for value on the river. I'm betting worse two pair. I'm probably betting a queen. Um, anyway, uh, he actually said at one point, he didn't think I could have hearts because I check called the flop. And I was like, yeah, I kind of thought that may make it a little harder for you not to... I size it up a little more because of that, too. <laughs> like, you know, and there's, there is that benefit against someone who's a thinking player. Yeah. Now, again, you don't want to take that so far that you're always making suboptimal plays, right? Right. But yeah. a, a little bit suboptimal when the, rest of the, when the rest of the situation kind of demands maybe you should do it, stay, do the suboptimal thing, maybe is worth it sometimes. Yeah. Anyway. Sam Greenwood did it to an extreme. He was... Yes. He needed to be getting two to one, and he was... Or he needed four to, to one. Four to one. He was getting two to one. And he called anyway. Yeah, with uh, with and he needed then to get all the chips from Stephen Chidwick on the river, and Sam was out of position. If he hit his flush, yeah, 
it seemed like such an impossible thing. He did get all of Seaweed Wicks chips somehow. It was all amazing. But 5K. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, anyway, back to back to this situation with with Davidi and Maria though. Right. So so Davidi decides to check raise. I certainly understand it. I think maybe the bubble just super supersedes all yeah, this other just, stuff. He's though. just gonna be like, Well, I, you don't want to do this right now. It's kind of a great time to check raise, right? It's like, don't you hate your life? Right. Maria? And, and, and as we said, Katai does have a reasonable amount of value. Yes. He does. He has Let's let's just, let's do the combos just to let's do it just to enumerate the value here. Set of fives for sure, hundred percent. Three combos. Set of nines. He's got some sets of nines. Three yes. combos. I don't Maybe. know if he has. He may re-raise sometimes with nines. Big blind. He's eh, more likely to call. Mostly not. Mostly not. Okay. Three combos. Okay. Fine. Nine five suited. Let's be conservative and say it's just nine five suited. That's crazy. She. There's no way he's only calling with nine five suited. All These right. guys always call now. Okay, fine. Nine five off. Yeah, nine five off. Nine combos. Shiz. Yeah, nine combos. King or, five off. King nine off. Both nine combos also. Yeah. So we're up to thirty three combos here. Awesome. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. So uh, that means we want to have. Actually, you're supposed to like if you're doing it game theory wise, and I don't know that he's thinking about this stuff, but you want to have two bluffs for every one value on the flop if you're raising. Right. No, if you're continuing. Sorry, if you're continuing, you're no, right. That's you, not the same to, as raising. It's, it's very different now. <laughs> you're totally right. Yeah. It's very different. Um, never mind. I yeah. take it all back. Um, okay. But this, so, so if he wants to have, if he wants to, then it all comes down to what your price is and stuff. But if he wants to more or less be balanced, then he wants to have a similar amount of bluffs, right? Yeah. Give or take, um, depending on how he sizes. It's pretty easy to get those bluffs. 33 I mean, bluffs seems small, super easy. Small flush draws and some gut shots and you're good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, well, this is a small flush draw. And guess what? We're also eight off the bubble. Like, right. How beautiful. Yeah. My only concern is pragmatically yeah. if Maria has enough folds. Yeah. Because we need fold equity on the flop to make this a profitable play. Absolutely. You can't think this is a multi-street play. Yeah. Um, I mean, it can be. It can be. But, but it can't you... be the only thing you're thinking. Right. right. Yeah. I agree. Right. Anyway, Maria can't fold for this 12, be, five more. This would not be a with good With King fold. Jack here on the King 9-5 to our board because, of course, there are so many gut shots and flush draws that Davidi could have. The only guys you can bet a hand like this and fold to are the guys who are super predictable and always have it. Otherwise, you just have to call a top pair. Yeah. So she calls, and it sucks. Yeah, it already sucks for her. She's like, am I just going to go out now and not make the $17,000? Because I was about to make the $17,000. It would be nice to make the $17,000. I mean, it's not nothing. It's still real money. You can buy so many nice dinners with $17,000. Oh, man. Really nice dinners. We're hungry. All right. <laughs> so 57500 in the pot. And something that doesn't suck, like yeah. Maria Ho's spot, is Nitrogen Sports Poker Room. Doesn't suck at all, Jonathan. That's super correct, Grant. Super correct. It's not just correct. It's super correct. Do you know what's cool about Nitrogen Sports Poker? Not only do they have casino games and sports betting, of course, and sports betting with the Super Bowl, which I guess either just happened. It, it happened it a while happened. ago now. Well, it was awesome. It was and a great game. The NBA All-Star game maybe is uh, coming up, perhaps. I don't know. There's, there's sports to bet on. Uh, they also have the great Cadillac classic game. <laughs> no Limit Texas Hold'em. They do. They Among others. It. It's available to you, and you don't have to download any software in order to access that great Cadillac of a game. Yes. Just go to the link in the description of this podcast. Sign up for Nitrogen Sports Poker. They got poker right there. You say, play poker, and they're like, okay, here you go. You here's, can play poker now. Here's a poker for you. I got poker for you. Here's poker for you. I got poker for you. It's like that. It's yep. like being of on Of course, Oprah. if you use the link in the description, you get some benefits that those other schlubs who don't use the link don't get. Yeah. Those bastards. You get access to exclusive Poker Guys events. 
Currently, we have a monthly tournament. We've been doing it for a while. We're going to keep doing it. I don't know why Nitrogen keeps doing it. They're losing tons of money on it. But <laughs> it's, it's true. It's great for you because they guarantee a thousand millibits or yeah, that, that's right. A hundred millibits. Hundred millibits. Yeah. Right. A thousand millibits is, is a, a Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Yeah. It's been a while since they guaranteed. They a Bitcoin. guarantee a tenth of a Bitcoin, which is a yeah. thousand millibits. The buy-in is 0.1 millibits. Or is it 0.01? No, it's, 0.1. It's 0.1. So the guarantee is a thousand times of the buy-in. The buy-in is less than a dollar if you're yeah. translating it. Way less than a dollar, actually. Yeah. yeah and they, and they, there's a thousand buy-ins guaranteed. And tell me how many people we get. We get around 80 at most. You know. Sometimes we get like 30. So. It's been a while since we've gotten 30. Okay. But anyway, it's a cherry deal for you people. It's like if there was a deal and you were going to compare it to a classic automotive experience, I would say it's like a great classic Cadillac of a deal. I, f- I feel like we joke about this too much, but yeah. we should be serious about it for a second. How insane this deal no, is. It's, I it's mean, absurd. You're getting at least 12 to one on your money. That means it's like you went to a poker room, you bought into a $50 tournament and 10 people showed up. Yeah. And so there should be $500 in the prize pool, but the place is like, well, we guaranteed $6,000. We guaranteed $6,000. So I guess go ahead and play it out and see who does well. Yeah. No, like, that's right. First place is more than the prize pool. <laughs> yeah. Like it's like that every single time that we do this tournament. It's absurd. And by the way, even though we have this, once in a while we switch it up, we have other things that the nitrogen will want to do. And it's just free. It's either free to you or it's a special price or it's a special tournament like this that only you can get in if you use the link in the description of this podcast when you sign up. So definitely do that. Was that South African? It was a little bit South African and a little bit of not South African. What, what was it that was not? Um, the Irish part. Irish? You couldn't hear it because it was just in the lead. The Irish was more... Definitely. See? Definitely. See, no. now it's a... That's a little more like South Africans more like definitely. What are you doing? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know how to do these accents. You, you certainly don't. <laughs> I can do other things with South Africa, but not that. Can you do an Australian accent that's different? Um, I sort of, it's been a while, man. Uh, let's give me something to say and then I'll say it in, in Australian. <laughs> I'm going to murder that guy. Oh man, that's tough. Uh, no, I don't think I can do it. I can do New Zealand a little bit. <laughs> Take it to the edge, right up to the edge of it. <laughs> Okay. They say each. <laughs> That's what I know about New Zealand people. Yeah. The Kiwis, they love the each. They do. They, they do say that a lot. And, uh, you know, the South Africans like to say South Africa, which is a beautiful thing. Okay. All right. Let's get back to the, uh, the hand. All right. We got the old uh, King 9-5, two heart flop. The nine is the non-five. It is a spade. Maria Ho has King Jack off. No backdoor flush draw for top pairs. Been check raised by Davidi Katai, who has seven four of hearts for the old seven high flush draw pots. Now 57,500. The turn is the eight of clubs gives Davidi a gut shot to go along with his flush mm, draw. That's pretty sweet. It's pretty. One of the gutters savory. comes in. It's pretty savory. Okay. One of the eight, six comes in. You mean nine, six. Is it nine, six? Yeah. The turn is the eight of clubs. Oh, I'm sorry. Seven, six comes in. Oh, seven, six. You're yeah. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, that's how it goes. That's okay. how it straight works. Nine, eight comes in. Seven, six, not that he ever has nine, eight. Yeah, uh, seven, six comes in. That's about it, really. Yep, yep. And I just want to uh, say something before we talk about this. We didn't talk about Davidi having a nine with a flush draw because we wouldn't expect that to be in his check raising range most of the time. Right, not um, most of the time, but once in a while, like people, a- people will raise that kind of a hand for sure. They will. But in a tournament, especially as like we're getting down to it, 
It's it's beautiful. It's show downable. I'd say the really good players mostly don't raise that hand. Right. Nowadays. So yeah. we're not expecting him to show up with two pair that turned two pair right. too often. Not yet. very often. Because that's the only way he could really do it. Having check raise is to have nine, eight of hearts, right? Yeah. Unless he, for some reason, check raised king eight, but I really don't see that happening. Um, all right. So Kataya is going to continue betting. I mean, he picked up equity. It makes sense. He's supposed to continue betting for sure. He bets small. He bets okay. 18,557,500. How much does Maria have back? Uh, she has She's 94 and a half back. Okay. So cool. this is never going to work against the majority of Maria's calling range. Correct. This feels is... like a bad play to bet this small. He's trying to price himself into a cheap river. I think is what he seems doing. like a bad idea. I think he's like, Oh, you're not folding, but now I'm not folding either. So I can check call, which is going to be pricier than this probably with a lot of your range, or I can set the price myself so I it's guess. cheaper. And then, and then if I get there, I can bomb it. I can bomb it. If I don't get, I have all my options available. He said it. He also sets it up. She has 90 something left. 94, five. And how much is in the pot? 57, five before. Okay. So it's going to be 95 left and yeah. she'll, her, as the effective stack, she'll have like 78. So if he wants, he can shove and she sometimes will call. Sometimes will, he can scare her with a shove. He can price her in with the shove. You know what I mean? It's like, it's a big spot. He can set up a big spot. Now he can get shoved on which he'd be very sad about. You would have to fold. Of course he would. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I, I understand all those reasons, but I, I would really like to have some fold equity on the turn here. So you want him to size it up. I think he's thinking about the river yeah. when he's doing this, though, and he wants to make sure, he wants to preserve some fold equity for the river and the threat of, of fold equity for the river, right? Yeah, maybe he thinks Maria's not going to really fold any of her better shredownable hands on the turn, no matter what size, unless he, like, shoves, you know? Maybe. And, and this is also saying some, some version of, like, this bet is, is implying I'm setting up a shove on the river. He doesn't have to do it, but he, set, he is sort of setting one up, right? Yeah. So Maria is smart enough to know that. And so that they're having a little conversation with this size, or he's having a conversation, hoping she's listening. And she, of course she is. So I, I'm sure she receives that message. All right. Well, I'm going to say what happens, and we're going to talk about it. Great. Because she seems to have listened a little too hard for yeah. my liking. She just folds. Yeah. She folds King Jack. Yeah. That seems tight. I have a guess as to why. Okay. What's her calling range on the flop when he check raises? That she bets and then he check raises and she calls. She's got... I, I think she's going to have some nines in there. She's probably not betting very many nines, though. Yeah, that's true. Maybe no nines. Yeah. So your, your argument is ultimately going to be she's near the bottom of her range. I'm wondering if she's at the bottom of her distribution here where she's like, if I had King 10, I might've played it like this, but I never have King eight. This is the worst. This is one of the second worst King I have. I wouldn't have bet um, for value. I wouldn't have bet and then been able to call with anything that isn't at least a King. What about flush draws? She's going to have some mm. calls with flush draws. That's true. She can have some flush draws. She, yeah. She definitely can have some flush draws. Maybe, no, she's probably not going to three bet a lot with her flush draws. She's going to do it sometimes, but not all the time. Yeah, sometimes she's going to flat. You're right. Um, Okay, so she's got some flush draws also. Maybe she thinks like a flush draw she she would call with because she's getting a a reasonable price for the flush draw. But for maid hands, she would fold. I'm just, I don't know anymore. I'm asking. I mean, if we had flush draws, I don't know about the distribution argument because she has king, queen, Ace King, Aces, and Sets. Yeah. But other than that, she doesn't have better than King Jack. Unless she has King Nine suited once in a while. I don't know if she's opening that. I don't know either. Yeah. It's hard um, to say. Right. I don't know. If, right. She's not much better than King Jack, but she's not much worse either, except for the flush draws, right? True. 
Like just maybe King 10 suited exactly. Um, and maybe flush draws. She probably has some flush draws, of course. But I don't know how many flush draws she really has. Is she opening all the ace X of hearts? Probably, right? She's getting four to one. So she's calling with all her flush draws. She's not folding any of them. She's getting four to one. Okay. So maybe in her mind, she has to fold something. She's, she can't call with everything. And now she's... So actually, the flush draws don't get folded because of the price. So in her mind, she's like, well, I have to fold something. And this is right at the bottom of the hands that I could I call. I feel like you're getting in the GTO weeds when you're I making am. that argument. I am. I don't know if this is right. I'm just, I'm just trying to think of what her, her reasoning might be. And that's, that's the best thing I can come up with. I mean, that's like logic outside of the bounds of actually being at the table and thinking about what your opponent is doing. It's just like, I am computer choosing this hand mm-hmm. to fold. And it feels like I understand that's GTO, but you need to have some other elements to your thought process. And I feel like it's just way too tight to fold for 18 five on the tournament of King Jack against the VD freaking Katai. I mean, so what she's concerned that he's going to shove the river and she's just going to have given him an extra 18,000, right? That's what she's afraid of. Cause I guess she's not calling the river and she knows it unless a King or a Jack comes. Right. Probably. She, certainly she's calling if a King or a Jack yeah. comes, right? She's going to have to, I mean, a king doesn't really change much of anything, but it's she's a, it, still gonna, except her distribution. It counterfeits nine five at least. Yeah, but he's not going to shove nine five if, yeah. she, if the king pairs. Right. Um, so it's not going to be an, like he's. But he doesn't have very many full houses, and he doesn't have that many better. I guess he has a few though. He's got the king fives, the king nines, and the five fives, and the nine nines. He's shoving all those, but she's going to have to call with that, right? Um, I am surprised she folds, especially against a player like this who definitely has moves and definitely can be bluffy. But I think with the looming bubble, I understand it at least. She's like, I have so many better hands here that I call with, and I can't call with 100% of my range. I mean... That's what I think she's thinking. You're, also, you're operating under the assumption that it's a guaranteed shove on the river from Katai. I don't think we can operate under of that Of course assumption. it's not a guarantee. Yeah. I agree with you, it's not a guarantee. And I'm sure she's aware of that too, but, she, but the threat is there, and he's probably going to shove some of the time, right? A fair amount of the time. By the way, by only betting 18000 he keeps alive some hands that she can fold on the river when he shoves, which I kind of like. Yeah. Like, you think she should be calling with King Jack. I'm, I probably agree with you, by the way, even though I'm making this case the other way. I'm not, I'm not 100% where I, where I stand on this one yet. But if she calls with King Jack on the turn, she's probably supposed to fold it on the river if he shoves and, and a brick comes, right? Because now we really are at the bottom of our range. I guess, no, I guess we have flush draws, but those are never going to call anyway. Um, All right, let's do some combos. Let's do it. All right, from Katai's combos. Okay. All right, so he had 33 value combos on the flop. We add 16 on the turn. Because of the 7-6. Okay. Yeah. Because and that's cut. assuming he's check-raising all 7-6s. Right. But, okay. Let's be know. liberal with that and say Great. he's doing that. So we're at 49 value combos. 49 value combos. Cool. So if he's check-raising all 7-6s, he's probably also check-raising all queen-10, jack-10, and uh, queen-jack hands. It's hard to argue. So he's got 48 there. He might, it's possible with some of those, like Queen Jack, he decides to call because he thinks a Queen or a Jack is good sometimes too. Sure. But mostly I think you're right. Mostly I think it's just, especially with the bubble. Even if looming, we want to be liberal with his yeah. hands that make it bad to call and conservative with the ones that make it good, Which we're going to find though. a combinatorial answer that is making this a bad fold. Because of all the heart draws. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. I agree with you. And by the way, we have a king. We block some of the things we're most concerned about. Right. We block king nine and king five. Right. We didn't actually. No, do we that didn't. Combinatorial. No, we were doing it with. We were doing that blind to our hand. Yeah. We're not blind to our hand. We're not. Oh man. So, so that, that means there's six combos of king nine and king five, not nine combos. We can remove six combos of value. Right. So we're down to oh. forty three. Yeah. We already have forty eight gut shots that didn't get there. 
Yeah, and the and, hearts missed. And we have another 12 that have a pair of eights now. And you know what? When we call the turn, he may shove sometimes as a bluff, but he's not going to, he's going to give up sometimes too. Right. And we get to check back and we can call sometimes if we want to. I don't know if we really want to, honestly, but sort of sucks, right? Yeah. Also, like, by the way, I misspoke. There's another 24 because of six, eight, six, eight and seven, eight, both. But he may not bet those on the turn because he actually picks up showdown value. Maybe not. But, but he, he might, but he might just... It might be a similar situation where yeah. he's like, I can't really check call with his hand. I can't check call, and I'm definitely behind. Yeah. Like, she called. Like, yeah. I'm behind. Unless she has a flush run behind. Right. And so I, I kind of have to bet. Right. A lot of players will check. I think This feels name. so much like a call after just talking about yeah, that Yeah, I all. agree. I agree. So maybe you're right. Maybe, like, the GTO thing of, like, wanting to have sharp edges on your triangle, you yeah. know? Um, and if you guys don't know what I mean, I mean, like, where you have a nice good distribution of hand solid range distribution. So that way, as you go each street, you, you lop off about 30% of your range. Yeah. So a, when you have these nice smooth sides, it makes it so you're basically unexploitable. Right. And against really good players, it's not the end of the world to be unexploitable. Right. It's pretty good. Like, so Davidi can do whatever he wants. He can't exploit me. He can't really win. He can't really beat me. I can't necessarily beat him if he's playing perfectly, but I, he can't beat me either. That's pretty good. I'll, I'll, I'll live with that against Davidi. Right. Right. Um, but having said all that, the, the gameplay really seems to demand, be demanding something else. And actually, the fact that the bubble looms is a reason to call, not a reason to fold, right? Yep. Like, Maria Ho's not hurting for 17K. Exactly. Right. Like, 17K is nice, but the truth is, this may be a really nice opportunity here. Yeah. Like, Davidi may be trying to push her around on the bubble or near the bubble. It, she's getting the right price anyway. The combinatorics work in her favor anyway. I agree with you. I think you just have to call here when he makes it so cheap. Yep. You're like, boy, I hope, I hope this all works out for me. <laughs> I have to call now, and I guess we'll see what happens on the river. That's the thing. That's why it sucks to play against players like Davidi, yeah. where you know the right thing to do is call, but it's very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I actually remember being in a spot like this. in um, We were playing in a six-max tournament at uh, the Chinook Wins uh, tournament series last time. They had a $1,000 buy-in six-max. And I was playing against this kid who was uh, definitely like aggressive and a little bluffy and weird sizing and all this. And I had ace jack and I think I had raised and uh, it was a jack high flop. And he check raised the flop on a two heart board. And I called and the turn was a king, an offsuit king. And he bet kind of big. And it was like clearly setting up a shove on the river. And I felt like I just had to call against him. So I did. And the river was a brick. And he thought for a really long time. And I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do if he shoves. Like, I, yeah. I have no idea what to do here if he shoves. Luckily, he checked and gave up. And I got to win. But it was really unclear to me what the right move was if he shoved there. You know? I hope you made him show his hand. Um, I did. That's I did. good. It was good. He had, like, you know, the nine high flush draw or something like that. Right. Whatever it was. And was and then I, I acted like I was definitely calling. <laughs> Because <laughs> you don't want him to keep trying to. Yeah, I don't him. want to incur. I don't want to say like, boy, I was going to fold there and like think like, well, maybe I can get it through next time. I want him to give up, you know. Like that's maybe fine. you want him to keep going. Maybe I do. Maybe I because I because maybe I was going to call. If he's so, bluff, I definitely am willing to call in those. If spots, he's so bluff but, heavy, you should encourage him to keep going so you yeah. can really take a. Huge I mean, I, I just said I just said I thought I was going to have to nut up. I was thinking to myself, I'm going to have to nut up and call here a lot if you shove. That's all. That's what I said to him. Yeah, that's all. Um, but I was like, am I going to really nut up and call here a lot? I don't know, man. Like. I am beat a fair amount. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But if he's bluff heavy, you're supposed yeah, to Yeah. I mean, that's why I called the turn. Like an overcard game, he bet big as if he wasn't afraid of it. And I was like, yeah, you're supposed to be afraid of that. I call. <laughs> like, come on. Fucking kid. But yeah. So, so these, are, these are these spots of like, 
Uh, am I really going to just call it all off here with one pair when I, I'm losing to all your value? And like, it's a story, a story told a million times in poker every year, you know, and like, sometimes you have to call it down. Sometimes you don't. And the question is just how many bluff combos do you have? And by the way, do you have them this time? You know? Yeah. 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 So I guess we agree that Maria should have called the turn. I think she probably should have called the turn. Yeah. I understand it's a tough spot and it sucks and everything hurts in that moment. Yeah. But it just feels wrong to fold, especially given the price. He is giving her an outrageous price to call. Yeah. Outrageous. Anyway, she ended up doing better than him in the event anyway, right? She got yeah. 29th and he got 55th or something. I think so. Yeah. Something like that. Um, they both cashed, which I'm sure everyone's happy about. And they did okay money-wise too. Uh, this is just one of those things, you know, flush draw against top pair where like, it sucks to be the guy with top. It sucks in both spots, really. Like, neither one feels great until, like, the it hands does, get turned over or you make It doesn't feel amazing when you release the chips as Davidi on the turn. You're right. just like, I hope I don't get shoved on. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, he at least picked up equity. So that way, like, if he gets called, it's, like, not the end of the world anymore. Yeah. Like, getting... If, she, if he doesn't pick up equity on the turn, I'm not even sure if he's betting again. He probably is, but I'm not sure. So but it sucks even more. Then, yeah. you know, you have so few, you have so many less outs. I mean, it's only three more, but still, that's a big three. That's a decent amount. Yeah. I like yeah. three outs. Hell yeah. Hell you go, yeah. You go from nine to 12. That's pretty sweet. That's like such a big age difference. <laughs> yeah. Remember when you were nine and when you were 12? I remember when I was 90 and then I was 120. So that's a big age difference. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Same thing. Exactly. Very similar. Yeah. Okay. Music is my sunlight, and all I need is one mic. And I can show every single MC how it's done right. Every time I come by, I'm bound to leave them so tired. I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not. We got one life, and I took a minor break, but I'm back to claim the throne. And gonna be traveling the globe, we still have time to make it.